Climate and Sustainability with Kevin James. And good afternoon to you, Kevin James. Are you good? Yes, uh, Ernest, all good. Back in Cape Town, weather's a bit iffy, but all good. Yeah, that's where you guys brew all the cold weather and uh, we bear the brunt of it uh, on the inland. Uh, All right, Kevin, I see the iconic toy company Lego is uh, committed to moving toward more sustainable materials in the production of their products. This is good news, but quite an about turn after the story you covered a little while back. Yeah, that's right. And so uh, for the listeners, we covered the story a while back and I gave Lego quite a bit of a, a tough time, as did a whole lot of other environmentalists. And it was about their partnership with Lego and Shell. And uh, it was worth a couple of hundred million dollars at the time. And it was to distribute Lego products to uh, all the four courts of Shell and depicting workmen drilling for oil in the Arctic, which was, we thought, a little bit distasteful at the time, given uh, the, the sensitivity of the subject. So uh, if you recall, there was a huge backlash. Um, and uh, environmentalists put the pressure on Lego to end this partnership based on the fact that the program was really designed to uh, to instill a, a positive image of Shell uh, and, and, and the, the environmentally questionable activities in the minds of youth. So it seems the company has made a massive about turn, like you say, uh, Ernest. They ended the lucrative deal with Shell completely, and after the reputation took a bit of a hammering, and uh, it prevented Shell from selling the Lego in all their petrol stations, and they've gone a couple steps further now to demonstrate their commitment towards environmental stewardship and showing young customers absolutely what is the right way forward. And they have now announced a research project. They will invest about 1.8 billion rand, 150 million US dollars on research into replacing its iconic bricks currently derived from fossil fuel derived plastics and they're going to be with pieces made from sustainable products and they're going to try and find the best, most cost effective way to replace the, 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 the plastics that they're currently using. They've got more than 100 specialists working on this project, which is really not an easy feat given the real scale of the organization. You must remember last year Lego did $58 billion turnover so that's a lot of Lego pieces more than 60 billion individual Lego pieces. The so-called sustainable material center as they're calling it aims to replace all their products with wholly sustainable products by 2030 which means plastic from bioplastics maybe Lego plastics from renewable biomass or even plastic reclaimed from the sea. So then a sustainable way of disposing the product is also part of the R&D mix at the end of its life. So overall, Ernest, fantastic recovery from this iconic company and really sets a fantastic benchmark for others to follow. But most important, a great example to show to our children. Well done, Lego. Oh, yes, indeed. And I heard you talk about the millions of pieces. Tell me about it. My son's room's filling up every month. (laughs) And uh, it's good to know that uh, they are produced responsibly, at least. Uh, Moving on, Kevin, I see, uh, well, ocean debris and uh, more specifically plastic finding their way into the ocean is obviously a massive challenge for so many reasons. Uh, Please give us an update on this issue as well as uh, some of the initiatives being put into place to reverse the trend. So just to emphasize again what a problem this is, Ernest, there's over 220 million tons of plastic are produced each year. Okay, The United Nations Environmental Program has estimated uh, a couple of years ago that every square mile of ocean is in fact uh, contains about 46,000 pieces of floating plastic. And of uh, this, there's something called the Big Pacific uh, what they call it, sorry, the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, which is about anything between 700,000 square kilometers and 15 million square kilometers of plastic just floating in the middle of each of our oceans. Uh, the problem with this, it never biodegrades. Actually, plastic photodegrades. So the sun actually creates a situation where the plastic gets into small microplastics, which get ingested by plant life, sea life, 
sorry, sea life mostly, and and sea birds, and killing about more than a hundred thousand uh, ma- mammals a year, and um, under the sea, and millions of seabirds. A massive ecological and biodiversity problem. Well, the good news, things are happening, and slowly to address this massive issue, one such initiative is by a 20-year-old Scandinavian founder of a company or an organisation called the Ocean Cleanup, and he's announced that in 2016 his company will erect the first passive plastics and ocean debris collection system. It's just going to sit uh, on the coast, I think it is, of Japan, and it's about 2,000 metres, and using currents it will gradually collect the debris and transport this to land where it will be recycled into plastic products, and a massive undertaking, and if if successful, can be replicated and, and, and really have a huge impact. We have covered in previous shows as well companies that are using reclaimed ocean debris. Um, Adidas have just come out with a prototype of a new shoe that looks very cool, I have to say, and that is using, I think, old fishing nets that have been reclaimed. We know that Interface Carpets, probably the most sustainable company in the world, and the biggest modular carpet company in the world that is integrating the, the, the used uh, fishing nets that have been reclaimed from the sea into their product, which is fantastic. Um, you know, the, the Eco Bottle we spoke about, where they're creating plastic bottling. So, you know, at a time where there's probably more plastic in the sea than fish, I think at least there's something for fishermen to do going forward, and there's a value to it as well, which is going to become increasingly valuable because as we take fish out of the sea, uh, sorry, plastic out of the sea, there'll be less and less. So what's very encouraging is people are getting innovative, building momentum. I think one day we're going to find a real solution to this problem. So very, very encouraging indeed. Oh, it is indeed. Uh, Kevin James, we'll leave it there. Lots more to talk about next Wednesday, I'm sure. Okay, thanks so much. You take care. Have a good evening. All righty, fantastic. Kevin James from GCX Africa. If-